Between October of 2019 and June of 2020, a total of 21,301 unaccompanied alien children crossed the United States and Mexico border, according to the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Many often fail to consider what happens to these children, and it's a question that the Young Center didn't just ask, but decided to do something about. On today's special episode of Latin Equis, I speak with Lorena Gonzalez, the Development Manager at the Young Center for Immigrant Children's Rights, about how to get involved, as well as their exciting virtual event, and will feature a lineup of performers, authors, storytellers, and speakers, such as singer-songwriter Jimena Sariñana, award-winning author Isabel Allende, and comedian, director, producer, and writer Ilana Glazer, to name a few. Hola, yo soy Andrea Márquez, and this is Latinx, a show brought to you by La Red Hispana and the Hispanic Communications Network for the new generation of Latinx. We want to go beyond listening. We're ready to speak up. So join me in conversation every week as I meet Latinx from all over, de diferentes colores y sabores. As you know, a podcast is a journey, and I would love for you to follow this one. So join our community on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Latinx and reach out. You can also find out more on our website at wearelatinikis.com. The Young Center for Immigrant Children's Rights is a human rights organization dedicated to protecting the rights and best interests of immigrant children, which includes their rights, their safety, their well-being, their wishes, like plethora of things. And then we are also the only nonprofit that provides independent child advocates who meet with children in government custody every week to accompany and support them and advocate for their best interests throughout their immigration process in government custody and oftentimes even post-release government custody. The Young Center Child Advocates that we have are appointed to the most vulnerable immigrant children. And this includes children forcibly separated from their parents at the border, children with mental or physical disabilities, children who identify as LGBTQ, teens who are parenting and or pregnant, children who are victims of human trafficking, and children who have witnessed or experienced violence firsthand. On top of that, we also have a policy side of our program and that is where we advocate for an immigration system where children are recognized as children first, and that we also advocate so that no decision is made without first considering these children's best interests. How long have you been working at the Young Center? So I actually started just in January. Why did you decide to work there? Thank you. Uh, immigration, I, well, I, I couldn't say that I'm a border baby, but immigration is near and dear to my heart. My parents were immigrants, and I believe that no child should have to face the immigration system in this country by themselves, let alone without their basic human rights being considered, especially after having traveled and endured such trauma throughout their journey, which is their end goal was to reach safety. So for me, when I discovered the Young Center, I thought like, this is an amazing program. It truly speaks to me. Just to simplify it a little, you guys make sure that any child who enters the United States without an adult with them, with mm -hmm. or without an adult, is advocated for from beginning to end. So once 
you make that decision. You, you, you make sure that either the child is with a family mm-hmm. or, and then do you follow this child's journey until adulthood or? Right. So, so I'll clarify that we get referrals first. So we can't unfortunately take all the children in the okay. system, which is why we spend, we focus on the most vulnerable, which includes kind of that list of vulnerability that I went through. And then once we take the case, we do try and follow them all the way through their like asylum, whether it's asylum process or their their final immigration visa process or whether they're voluntarily departed or safely repatriated back to country. We'll follow them through that. And then post-release of government custody. So sometimes, like I said, if if they've been released from government custody and reunited with family, then we will occasionally continue supporting them through their immigration decision. But that's really, at that point, it's really up to the family and, and the like child if they want us to keep helping them and if they need our support. If you look at the logo on the cover of this episode, you will see that it features an Adinkra symbol, which belongs to the Akan people of Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire. It symbolizes strength combined with humility. And it was specifically chosen to represent the strength and humility of child advocates as they fight for immigrant children, as well as the strength of the children they serve. We must not forget that these children have traveled from all over and from far and arrived to a new land, not speaking the same language and not fully knowing how to communicate their needs or their struggles. Young Center makes sure that there's someone there to support and speak for them, always keeping in mind what's best for the child. So usually every year we have an annual New York benefit, but unfortunately due to COVID this year, we are hosting our very first virtual fundraiser, which we are very excited to embark on and share our work and connect with our supporters on this new platform. And then the goal of the event, which starts tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time, is to come together, celebrate the resilience of immigrant children, the amazing work of our staff attorneys and our social workers that support these children. And then obviously to also celebrate the incredible support received from the public who are just behind us all the way. The Be A Waymaker benefit was named like that because years ago, the Young Center served a girl from West Africa. She was successfully released from custody, settled in, and then when she was enrolled in high school, she sent a letter to her child advocate, thanking her for being her waymaker. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, this year's Be A Waymaker benefit will feature some pretty cool people. And an auction, which includes art by Nicola Sanchez and an aviation gin cocktail kit signed by Ryan Reynolds, among other amazing stuff. You can buy tickets for the event at theyoungcenter.org and click on Donate. There, you will find more information on the event as well as other ways you can donate if you can't attend or miss the event. How else can we get involved with the Young Center? So I'll give you two other ways. Um, And one of them you mentioned earlier as to how you got involved with us, and that is to follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and our handle is at the Young Center. I don't know why I just did that with my hand because you know, <laughs> um, and then um, our biggest way for people to get involved is to sign up and register to be a volunteer child advocate. We 
operate in eight different cities around the US. We operate in Chicago, New York, Houston, San Antonio, Phoenix, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., and on the border um, in Harlingen, Texas. I was and born there. No way! Yes, I was born in Harlingen, uh, Texas. <laughs> oh, yes. The volunteer child advocates, they are the ones that do a lot of the important work. They are our bread and butter. They support us so much. So we do a training with them. You apply, so you have to be bilingual, and you have to be, I think, able to commit don't take my word for this, go to the website and get more information. But I think you have to be able to commit at least six months. Um, but it's just one hour a week of your time. Basically you're assigned to a child in federal government custody and you visit with them once a week. And then we give you tra training, like we, we train you and give you different techniques on how to interact with those kids and extract information. So you can assess like their well-being, their, their, their story, like how did they get here? Where, what's their objective? Like, what are their wishes? Where do they want to go? If they want to be repatriated back to their country, like, do they have anyone to take care of them? Will they be safe? Et cetera, et cetera. And it's all child-led. So there's techniques that we give you to make sure they're child-led because you don't want to trigger anything by asking the wrong questions to a child. And you also, you obviously need to know how to assess and like look for signs and different things. Um, but so basically our child advocates, they meet with the kids and then they report back to our staff, which is interdisciplinary team of um, staff attorneys and social workers. So the two are so key to providing best interest recommendations for immigrant stakeholders, like whether it's ICE or immigration judges or um, different facility staff, whether it's about transferring them or reuniting them with family, um, or if they need help medically, physically, any of those things. If you sign up to be a volunteer, you are going to be well prepared by yes. the Young Center so that we are equipped to be able to be the best advocates we could be for whoever yes. is assigned to us as a child. 100%. Yes. Okay. And what we try and do is if you have Obviously, I'd said that you need to be bilingual. So if you have another language, that's to our advantage because we have kids that not just speak Spanish, but French or um, Urdu or uh, Mandarin or Keche or like different dialects as well from Central America. So any, any people that speak those kind of languages are so welcome because then we can ensure that that, that child is paired with somebody who really understands where they're coming from and their culture and and the language so that there's no barriers um, and can then like really advocate for the child as best as possible. There are plenty of ways to get involved. The first step is to get informed, read, learn, and then hopefully choose to make a difference. Luckily, if you don't feel like you know how, many organizations, including the Young Center, make sure to equip you with all the tools you need in order to best help others. Be compassionate, be tolerant, listen more, talk less, um, ask lots of questions. If there's things you don't know, Google it. I mean, there's so many resources out there, you know, inform yourselves about what's going on with immigration, what's going on under this, this administration, what policies are trying to put in place that affect immigrants, that affect um, children specifically, uh, that affect people of color. 
inform yourself, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because if you're not informed, then you you have nowhere to start. Like you just don't even know what you can do. That's, a first think, step is asking, guys. I always say that. Just ask. No pierden nada con preguntar primero. Exacto. Pregunta, 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 por favor. <laughs> if you're looking for more information on the Young Center, you can find it in the description of this episode. Follow them on social media at The Young Center and visit their website at theyoungcenter.org. Hey guys, thank you for listening. Make sure to support your communities. It doesn't matter what you choose to advocate for, just go out there and help. Connect and inspire others to do the same. Download our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you can stay up to date. And join our community on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Latinikis. Reach out and let me know what's important to you. I'd love to hear what you have to say.